This week's episode of One Shot was brought to you by Basecamp. When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. We are Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. Yesterday marked our third anniversary of One Shot, which means we're starting our fourth year. This news comes on the heels of our 150th episode and right smack in the middle of our return to inspectors. This time of year, I always get nostalgic about starting One Shot. I think about the ways that it's changed my life and helped me grow closer to the people around me. And I'm always so, so thankful. I want to take a quick minute at the top of the show, instead of thanking our Patreon backers who make what we do possible week to week, to thank the people that help me create the show. I never really take the time to do that, and I want to let them know that I appreciate them. Even though I'll bet they're not listening to this episode. Kat, you're my best friend. And what we built together is better than I ever could have imagined. I never could have done this without you. And every challenge that we face together is worth it because of the work that we produce and the friendship that we share. I wouldn't trade that for the world. Thank you. Pat, I'm here because of you. Not just because of the strings that you're pulling behind the scenes that make this show possible, but I'm here because of your wisdom and experience, and because you asked me to do this show in the first place. It is crazy the dramatic effect that you've had on my life in the short amount of time that I've known you. I appreciate everything you do, and I'm so glad that we're working together. John Patrick Cohen, you are one of the most talented performers I have ever met, and one of the few people that I can truly rely on for a great performance every single time. I know in my heart that the reason that we grew so fast in the early years was because you were involved with our project. There's a very clear reason that almost every series that people ask us to repeat involves you. I want you to know that I really do appreciate that. More than anything else, I'm glad that over these few years, we've grown to be friends. Even though I never have time to hang out and our schedules don't really line up, you're one of my best friends in the world. Johnny O'Mara, thank you for being you. Over the hundreds of podcast episodes that I've produced over these last three years, of all the hundreds of characters that have been on our shows, Lenik is my favorite. That's because of you. Not just your skills as a performer or your charming wit, but you. That's partially because Lenik isn't a character and he is just you, but man, thank you for doing that. To Alex, Jim, and Megan, thank you so much for joining our network. The shows that you produce make what we do better. With every episode you upload, you are elevating the network. I'm so glad to have the three of you as part of our team, and I cannot wait to see what you produce next. To the performers and guests who took time out of their lives to come play a game on One Shot, I cannot express how much it means to me. It has been a joy and honor meeting and working with all of you. My lovely and wonderful and patient girlfriend, Mel, thank you so much. Over the past two years, you have contributed so much to this show. You made Gen Con happen for me. There are so many times where I would have fallen apart if it wasn't for you. I'm so glad that you're part of my life and that you became part of this show, too. And I'm glad for the show because without it, I never would have had the confidence to approach you or talk to you at all. So I love you so much. 
I'm sorry the show gets in the way sometimes, but but I'm glad that you helped me anyway. Finally, to the fans of the network, thank you so much for listening each week, for contributing fan art and fan fiction. Really, every interaction that I've had with our fans, even the ones where you're holding me accountable to a higher standard of broadcasting, have had a positive effect on me. It makes the hours and hours of work that I put into the show worthwhile. And I know podcasts are this weird, intimate thing where I'm in your ear every week and you feel like you know me and you feel like you're friends with the person who you're listening to. I want you guys to know that I really do feel like I'm friends with everybody who introduces themselves to me and says that they listen to the show. We already have one of the most important things in common, the thing that I'm most passionate about, and that's games. So thank you. Thank you for listening and talking to me and being a part of all of this. One Shot has been a whirlwind, and it has turned into something much bigger than I ever expected, and it has changed everything about my life. And that's because you guys gave me the time of day. So thank you, heroes. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. So you guys have set up your gear outside the house. You're going through, taking inventory. The camera crew is setting up. The director and producer are, like, looking over the location, scouting for good shots. And the door to the house opens. And a woman who appears to be in her late 30s, who's looking very, very tired. She looks like a really, really rough time. Uh, she's pale. Uh, she's got bags under her eyes. Her hair is like frazzled a little bit. And, um, excuse me, are, are, are you gentlemen the spirit snatchers? Felix uh, takes his back whip, whips it out, starts to whip it towards the woman because she surprised him. Right. Realizes mid-whip that he's going to whip this, like, innocent woman. <laughs> takes out his pistol <laughs> and shoots the the whip so that the end of the whip breaks off, narrowly missing the woman. And then stands with a pistol in one hand and the whip, the broken, the broken like, whip, whip whipping in the wind. So then I take my clarity whip... And I whip her with it, <laughs> and she and she knows that we are the spirit snatchers. <laughs> I have a question. I, I think I know your question, and yes, it is all of the properties of a normal whip. <laughs> so yes, what what Mark just did was whip this woman. <laughs> But it clear it couldn't it couldn't be more clear. To her. We are. It could be more clear if I whipped you with a clarity whip. Okay. Oh no. Clear like a whip in the face. Uh, I, actually my question is, does the whip need to make contact with somebody for it to work or if you like if you snap it in front of them? Well it that really enough? depends on the whip. Also, uh, here's the thing, James. Okay. Let me ask Scenario you this. for you. It's the clarity whip. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, so with the Let clarity whip. Wait, wait, wait. Hold okay. on. Let me just yeah. pose this question. Great. If I were to whip you with a whip and it mm -hmm. didn't hit you, would you get all the same effects of the whip? <laughs> no, but most whips don't offer perfect clarity. Okay, so here's the thing is, yes, uh, uh, you are correct that... 
it, to get the full effect, you do need to actually whip the person. But in the in the case of like the clarity whip, hearing the crack is enough to induce clarity as well. Great. So what we witnessed this is here not wasn't the case with all whips. Not it wasn't all whips. assaults. <laughs> it was instead very terrifying. Did a very terrifying. Her. Did not experience. hit her with the whip. My whip would have hit her. It was the detector whip because I grabbed it off my back. It should never be used as a whip. So it was going to break anyway. Uh, now it is broken, so we are at one detector whip. The clarity whip cracked near her head, and she understood immediately that we are the spirit statues. We were hired by her husband. We're here to help. Yeah, it's great. Of course, before all that sinks in, or as that's sinking in, sure. she collapses in sheer terror at those sequence of events happening very quickly in succession. It was a horrifying ordeal, <laughs> especially for the ones who committed the atrocity. Because what she witnessed was a man about to whip her, who then pulled out a gun and shot it, followed immediately by another man cracking a whip. <laughs> like right in front of right her in face. Front of her face. I, I think that the, the, also what you're forgetting is that... <laughs> Pulling up to her sleepy Charlottesville, North Carolina house was a like a very uh, uh, ostentatious 2016 Lamborghini that roughly 20 people climbed down. Got to a confessional. Yeah, that was the coolest thing I have ever seen Cockhammer do. It was until the other thing he did later. Cut back. Cut to another confessional of the woman. <laughs> I mean, it was a terror. It was very frightening, but, you know, my husband hired the best. And sometimes uh, people get afraid of greatness. So I, I'm very, at this point, very optimistic about our chances of getting rid of this haunting. And we, we cut back as the first aid representative is, like, holding her, like, <laughs> calming her down as she's, like, having a, a, a terror seizure. Cockhammer tosses his uh, broken detector whip and his pistol into some bushes nearby. <laughs> he used the <laughs> detector whip? He pulls out another whip? pistol yeah. from somewhere. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just tossed my pistol away. I do not have it anymore. That's my style. And the detector whip is my detector whip is busted. We, there are still two more detector whips. Great. Should have well, grabbed it off my back. Yes. There, there's one left. Left, right? Because one turned out to be a live snake? Yes. yes. Okay. So you have yours. I've got mine. Yeah. This is what you signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> after after the, the first aid person like uh, checks her over, she's calmed down a little bit. She's like, okay, good. I, I feel like it should walk you through the explanation. It's When she starts talking, I whip around, <laughs> throw my hand to my back, don't find Woo! my whip, throw my hand to my side, don't find my pistol, and then very calmly shift my hands back to my sides <laughs> and listen to what the woman has to say. W- would you mind? You have to be, you have to be very deliberate around Cockhammer. Also, you have a very diminutive voice mm-hmm. and you're speaking very surprising. With my my back is towards you. Okay. Uh, well, maybe maybe you could just focus on me. Gotcha. Great. Whenever you're ready. So if if you wouldn't mind, could whoa, cockhammer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought I saw something over there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, could we do this outside? Could could I explain to you outside? I, we are outside. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I want to continue this explanation outside. Great. Yes. Uh, there sure. are. I just didn't know if you thought that there was an additional layer of outside that we could get to 
no. like a separate world. <laughs> like we would open Not- a door and suddenly realize our entire lives when we thought we were outside, we were just living inside someone else's outside. What the hell is he talking about right now? This is I her whip you with the clarity whip. Oh! <laughs> the clarity whip has two more uses. <laughs> it's a three use option. No, four. He's used it twice. So it's a six use object. Well, it's a four use object and, and it, then a normal whip. <laughs> So and that normal whip is a two-use. <laughs> a two-use after you've spent the clarity use. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, so you have four uses of a snake. <laughs> oh, so wait. All of these whips have to be made from live snakes yes. through some we form of alchemy. For, we yeah. force the snakes to convert their own children into whips. <laughs> In the basement below. Listen, listen, if no one gets how this works, I'll whip you with a clarity whip. But we're running out of uses, so we'd rather just not explain it. Great. Or else we gotta go back (laughs) to the basement of Fidel's palace and make our snakes whip us up some more clarity whips. Okay, you guys have a lot of confusion whips that you can use to diffuse any situation sure, okay. where that might come up. Yes. So hair and makeup gets on her right away and like like prepares her for the camera. They sure. sort of emphasize some of those haggard looks that she has um, because it's very dramatic for the show. Yeah. And they ready the explanation shot um, as she begins. So uh, my two children are in the house right now. And I believe they're very sick. Um, ages three and ten. Ages three and ten. Great. And uh, I, I thought that uh, that you know that there's something medically wrong with them. We, we took them to a doctor. They they can't find anything physically wrong with them, but they are acting very strangely. Well, you have a ghost doctor who will now see to them. That's that's very comforting, Mister Cockhammer. Thank you. So Please much. call me Flex. Cockhammer. <laughs> Camera. I thank you for that. Um, they are in their rooms. Uh, the rooms are locked from the outside. I have the keys right here. Uh, I take the keys from her hand. The activity where the areas that we've noticed, noticed most activity is in the basement. Um, which is below the house. Which is below the house. Um, you, It's one of those basements that where you, you walk around the outside of the house and enter below that way. Um, you walk. So it's like a separate house. Mm, no, not like a separate house. Uh, well, if you can't get to it from inside the house, then it's, it's, a, it's an East Coast thing. It's like a storm cellar. I don't know if you're familiar with that at you all. You walk one complete rotation around the house? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, it's like a room of requirement kind no, of thing. No, no, no. I think you're getting farther from the truth. No, we understand. You leave the house, you circle the house one time, and then you enter into the... Separate she grabs house, the clarity house. whip and whips you with it. <laughs> One use left. But we all oh, get it. Oh, I get it. Oh, okay. Storm yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah, like a North Carolina thing. Mm-hmm. Two of us were boarded right. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you're familiar. Yeah. Um, and actually, you know, I didn't even need to explain that because two of you lived in this house at one point. Or- no, we lived in an apartment right over there. <laughs> <laughs> and you see like this concrete mass that has been burned out from a fire um oh yeah must have 
lived in that apartment building. Okay. Yeah. Um, noticed a lot of activity in the basement. Uh, it sort of permeates the rest of the house. It's just the most disorienting and frightening down there. Um, okay. The children, like I said, are locked in their rooms. Um, and I just advise you to be careful. And, sure. Uh, I hope you do what what you came here to do. All right. I... Whip her with a sleeping whip. <laughs> She's out. She's out. <laughs> it just knocks her out. But you don't actually need to hit someone with a sleeping no, whip. No. It just needs just to crack, crack it near their ears. <laughs> yeah. And that is enough to the sound of the crack puts them right to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So it also made the rest of us a little drowsy yes. as yeah. well. Um, I pick her up. I uh, put her, take her into the house and lay her down on her bed <laughs> and say... Don't worry. We'll have this all cleared up before t- Christmas morning, tomorrow morning. And then, and then he kisses her on the forehead. Then I turn to her husband. <laughs> Who's just now driving up because he had to get here from Cuba. Yeah. And, right. and you, he's in an Uber pool, which is your daughter's Uber pool. She is dropping him off. She picked him up uh, from the airport. Uh-huh. Yeah. I run out and give my wife a kiss. <laughs> there's two other. There's actually twenty other people in the car because it's an Uber pool and you can fit as many as you want in there. So they all wave goodbye. Good luck with your ghost. Thank you. Thank you. They Thank all you. became friends because mm-hmm. that's Uber what you pool. do in Uber pool. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of experience that you have. Uber pool, not a sponsor of the show. <laughs> all right, snatchers. So um, <laughs> Melissa Summer Sh- Shandy hyphen Cracker. Back, mm-hmm. crack, crack, backer, yeah. uh, pulls away in the yeah. Lamborghini. All right, snatchers, let's get snatching. Your wife is upstairs in bed. Oh, she oh hello, sir. Went to sleep. You put her in the house. Um, yes. Yeah. It's not safe in there. We don't sleep there anymore. Where do you sleep? You locked your children in there. This situation has become very, very grim. They will not allow us to take them outside of the house. I hope my wife explained they've been seeing doctors, but yes, it medical got to doctors. the point where they would flatly refuse to step outside the threshold of the door. Hmm. All right. Do you have some place you can stay? Yeah, we, we've been we've been staying in a motel about a mile. Okay, into town. I'd you like should... you to find a different place to stay. <laughs> okay. The devil knows where you're staying now. You should get out of here as soon as possible. We have it on good authority. He owns a variety of small businesses in the area. And he may even be the landlord to this house. Okay. Okay. Is this a professional opinion? Because I know there's a lot of rumors and talk about Do you rent or do you own? We own. We bought this property. Oh. Mm. Interesting. Weird. What did Angie said that? This house was rented to demons. The The devil was the landlord. Wait a second. I think that's... Hang on, are you the devil? No, I am not the devil. The devil would have to tell you if he was the devil. Yeah, are you the devil? I am not the I'm devil. I'm going to ask you three times. Usually it's the third time that you get the right answer. So are you the devil? More. I am not the devil. Okay. Not the devil. All right. All right, well, you should call another Uber pool and... Um, <laughs> not... I'll do it because it's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> and then get out of here. Okay. We have snatching to do. I don't want to leave without my wife. Could one of you go retrieve her? I turned. Uh, I turned to the camera, and I say, "We've got 
snatching to do. Could someone retrieve my wife? I move up closer to the camera <laughs> and say, we've got snatching to do. Can I take that as a guess? Did you get that? Yeah, we got it. Okay, great. <laughs> what were you saying, sir? Can one of you retrieve my wife, please? You put her in that awful house. Oh, yeah, I'll go get her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you enter the house? <clears throat> For the second time, <laughs> I enter the house. So you enter the house and, like, you feel the weight of the house around you as soon as you step in. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> the entry, like, just something about the geometry of this house is off. It feels larger on the inside. It feels very vacuous and spacious, even though it's been decorated and uh, you can see that it's not too terribly large. It just feels huge negative ghost space i whisper to myself and the whisper echoes throughout the house um you start walking towards where they describe the children's rooms are uh just around the bend from the main entryway is a staircase that brings you over to an open upstairs area and there are two doors one leading to the master bedroom which is slightly ajar the way you left it, and the other leading to the children's room, which has a finger painting on it that is very disturbing. What is the finger painting of? It's mostly hand prints. It's just the way that they've been printed and the colors that they've been printed are off-putting. It makes your skin crawl a little bit. Yeah, I hate children's art. (laughs) Um, I uh, push open the door to the bedroom and slowly, I slowly push open the door to the bedroom and then like peek my head inside. As you peek your Into head the inside. Into the children's? No, the, 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 the master bedroom. Oh, okay. It's a slightly disorienting <clears throat> as all of the sound escapes the room. And the only thing you can hear is the sound of your own breathing. And suddenly Three, you hear the four, breathing of four. other people <laughs> chorusing I, uh, with you. And I notice that the spirit snatchers are by my side, as they always have been and always shall be. No, you're no. alone. <laughs> you are definitely alone Perfect. in this circumstance. Um, and you see the sleeping body of the woman who owns the house. Hmm. Um, it just her features look wrong. Because of the makeup? It might be because of the makeup. It might be. Because... I tell myself it's because of the makeup. <laughs> yeah. They did a wrong job with her makeup. <laughs> they did a wrong job. <laughs> they used the wrong makeup. I get. I like. I like walk slowly, walk closer to her, and like peer down at her. As you like get into the room further and further, more of your senses become disoriented. It's hard to keep balance as you're approaching the bed. Uh, your movements feel sluggish, jerky, and awkward. Um, if you've ever walked on a leg that's fallen asleep, where you can feel the individual joints and bones piling on top of each other, but you can't properly feel the leg itself. That's, yeah. not, that's not how that feels. <laughs> there are no pins and needles. I take my right hand, ball it up into a fist, and punch the side of my leg a few times to try to get that feeling try back. Try to get that it. feeling back. I need you to make a two difficulty stability roll. So I'm rolling two die. Yeah. And it's stability. Yes. Uh, this is the a stress, actually. It's a stress roll. Uh, the lower result will describe what happens to you. Oh, man. 
Oh, two. Oh, what? Two. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. So it is a stress roll is a <clears throat> frazzled. Oh, that's right. This is where we start losing. Oh, no. Yeah, this system. <laughs> I forgot. This system goes hard. Uh, so I, I lose two dice from an appropriate skill or one dice from two skills. So I only this, I think, would probably be athletics. Yeah. But I only have one die to lose from athletics. So I do. Do I go to zero or do I lose one die from two skills? Um, I think you got to lose one from. I think you got to lose one from two, unless and like we can be gentle because we know that the system <laughs> this system slips through your fingers. This like, system is killer. Yeah, uh, uh, it's fine. I I like the killer nature of this because last the last time we played this, it was so difficult and so comical to <laughs> yeah. come up with. Like, well, I can't roll any dice yeah. here. Well, oh, but is that where the the bank comes in? I mean, the like, bank... can we replenish our skills from the bank? I mean, we can use these as extra skill die, but these are better not on stress rolls. They're better on like skill rolls because stress rolls is always the lowest. So even if I had rolled more die, I just have more chance of getting yeah. a lower. Oh, so now we want to talk about the mechanics of the game. <laughs> I'm going to lose one from athletics, yeah. and I'm going to lose one from technology, bringing my technology down to a one as well. Great, and I have no more athletics. No more athletics. Great. There's just this moment of fear where you're alone in your head. Mm -hmm. The room is not becoming real. You can't feel it properly. And you fall down onto the bed, and suddenly you're shocked back into the real world. (sighs) And you can hear the breathing of that woman on the bed still, almost hypnotic. I um, uh, uh, shake her awake. (gasps) (gasps) You're in your bed, okay? You weren't supposed to come in here. In the house? Yes. It's going to be okay, okay? Get me out of here. The spirit snatcher is here. Okay. Jump on my back. <laughs> I, like, get down for, like, a piggyback yeah. and, like, tell her to come aboard. Um, we I piggyback her as far out of the house as I can go. Okay. Yeah, so you go outside of the house, and you're like, yeah, I'll bet I could take it further and just keep walking. <laughs> I walk her over to uh, those old... You should burn... roll athletics for this. Those old... <laughs> roll athletics for how far from the house you can get. Since I have zero athletics, I will roll that. I don't get very far. <laughs> we get to the front steps of the house, and I kind of collapse down on the ground, and she kind of like spills off of my back. Her husband like comes up to collect her. And have we just been standing out here? I've been at the caterer's table. Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. a plate of crab we, rangoon we, and bruschetta. Mark, Mark and I have been they at They just the, got that crab yeah. rangoon off the deep fryer, too. <laughs> oh, it's still so, it's so hot. Yeah. Mark and I have been at the catering table. Uh, didn't notice that Felix went in, and now uh, now as he comes out, he catches us just mid-conversation. So, you know, it's usually just... If you take a snake and uh, give it the right incentive, it's terrifying in there. What's it, what? what? It's terrifying in there. I've been in there twice. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Yes. What? Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, pr- producer here. Yeah. Uh, hey, Jerry. what's happening? Uh, I'm, I'm just uh, here to let you know. Uh, I'm so I'm so sorry. What was your name? Jerry. Jerry. What's your last name, Jerry? <laughs> Jerry Windham. Windham. Yeah, Windham. 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 <laughs> I mean, however you want to pronounce it. Mind if we call you Fart Pig? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. I mind that very much. It's very hurtful. All right. We'll just call you Jerry. Great. But but you know what we mean by that. (laughs) 
Oh, don't say that. That ruins it. <laughs> um, just here to let you know that uh, we're going to start setting up inside, get a few shots going. Uh, it's got the rooms. Um, you guys just uh, head on in whenever. Uh, the whole crew, except for the catering staff, is going to be inside. Okay. Are you okay with the whole crew going in, Flex? Uh, no. It's terrifying in there, okay? Look, we have to run a skeleton crew, okay? That means the people that stay out here are the non-essentials. I'm talking about the second assistant director. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the key grip. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the best boy. Mm-hmm. The dramaturg stays mm-hmm. out here. The script supervisor mm-hmm. stays out here. All the costuming people mm-hmm. stay out here. Mm-hmm. Makeup stays out here, okay? Mm-hmm. The only people we are bringing in are you, uh, Jerry Airham, uh <laughs> I'm sorry. Fart pig. pig. Steam pork. Uh, you're coming in. The cameraman's coming in. The boom mic operator's coming in, and he will be safe. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I'm Budsman. What's that? I'm oh. Budsman. Look. You're, I, you're Budsman? <laughs> what? Are you saying that you are Budsman? Are you, are you um, looking for a new nickname? No, the Ombudsman. Um buds, the um what? <laughs> I appreciate um that. Ombudsman. Earbuds? <laughs> I appreciate that you guys are used to... Hold on. Are you saying something about Air Bud? Um, Budsman. <laughs> you keep saying... <laughs> How many clarity words yeah. do I have left? One. An ombudsman but or you... public advocate is usually appointed by the government or parliament, but with significant degree or independence, who is charged with representing the interests of the public by investigating and addressing complaints of maladministration or violation of rights. <laughs> yeah, That's we the, don't yeah. need him. <laughs> that is a non-essential person. We do not need them. I was just asking. Excuse me, you're... <laughs> <laughs> Your Grace, I don't know what to call you. <laughs> you parliamentary unbudsman. Uh, we, your, your services. Are not, <laughs> your services are not going to be required here. Oh, that's folly. Uh, <laughs> can we please have the dramaturg show him off? <laughs> the who? <laughs> the dramaturg at your service. Yes. Show the ombudsman his majesty off of set. <laughs> well, I'd be happy to. Look, I appreciate that. You're Let used- me tell you a riddle <laughs> on our way out. <laughs> oh, please do. Look, I appreciate that uh, you're used to calling the shots and your little ghost jobs, but this is TV. I've been in TV 10 years. We're going to do things my way. That means everyone in the house. That's the ombudsman. That's the key grip. That's the best boy. That's the second assistant director. The dramaturge. Everyone's going to go in the house. We're going to set up the shots. Uh, You leave your job to you and leave the filming to me and my crew. All right, Vapor Meat. It's your ball game. Okay, you run the thing. All right, everyone, we're packing it in. The only person that we promise that we can keep safe is the boom mic operator. You hear that? Do I you think hear that? Everything else is on What's you. at risk, I think, is ghosts, so we'll be fine. All right. <clears throat> he walks into the house, and uh, the door... By himself? ...shuts behind him. The producer? Yeah, the producer. Just walked to the house? He, well, he walks into the house as he piles everybody else inside. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. And the, the door... House. The door shut. So the spirit shut. snatchers are outside by themselves for just a moment. Yeah, with the I, I table let, of gear right in front I of them. I let you guys know. There is definitely something in that house, okay? I got very disoriented when I walked in. 
I heard multiple voices. I almost passed out. We are dealing with some serious spirit. How did your leg feel? You know the sensation? (laughs) When your leg falls asleep and it feels like all of the bones in your legs are grinding on all of the the, uh, ligaments in your legs and it's just being like pancaked and compressed into like one central point of pain mm-hmm. like when your leg like falls asleep no <laughs> that's a different thing i'm describing when your leg falls asleep yeah. when it feels like all the bones in your legs are being split open from the inside and pried outwards like a like a banana oh kind of like like kind of a numb feeling <laughs> no that's that's when your leg falls asleep i'm describing when your leg falls asleep like how like it's like hatchets like many hand axes are chopping your bones up from the inside Okay. And then dicing them over, like, yeah. a ligament salad. It's like after you've been sitting for a long time and it's hard to walk. No, you're describing the normal feeling of when your leg falls asleep. What I'm describing is a specific nightmare that I've had <laughs> that no one else knows about and can relate to. That's the the feeling. Does everyone, does this, that sounds bad. Look, we can't keep using clarity whips for stuff like this, okay? We've got one use on this clarity whip left. I'm just saying that it's dangerous in there, okay? Okay. Hey, the... Uh, the the door swung shut behind them. Yes, it did. And it is. It, can I open it? Can Absolutely. I try to open it? You can. You can definitely open it. Well, I'm not gonna let a bunch of nerds go in there, and and the spirit snatchers not go in. True. So let's go. Let's go. Th- I throw all my gear on. I put, pick up every whip I can hold. I don't even know what most of these whips do. That I. Uh, yeah, it's a montage of us just putting gearing up, gearing yeah. up, yeah, whips, gear up. bladders, coats full of bladders, coats full of whips, snakes uh, discarded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> putting whips in holsters, snakes uh-huh. in holsters, snakes thrown into bushes, <laughs> hands shook shook out, injections, whips, bladders, more snakes, bladders <laughs> opening, snake babies spilling out, football helmet, <laughs> discarded football helmet. Um, gun holster still empty. <laughs> Go to the bushes. Retrieve the gun. Gun's gone. <laughs> Gun's gone. Look in the bushes. Couldn't find it. <laughs> Too Gun's much gone. trouble. Boots laced. Hats backwards. To the door we stomp. And there's a there's a shot on. Boom, boom, boom. All three of our chests with the Spirit Snatcher logo uh, emblazoned in our uniform. Yeah, and which a- uh, the logo is a uh, – <laughs> what the logo looks like is uh, is like a uh, – it's like the copper tone ad where it's a uh, where it's a, it's a ghost <laughs> and then it's a dog like grabbing the underwear of the ghost and then kind of pulling it back. <laughs> Can't wait to see fan art of that. (laughs) Then a wide shot of all three of the spirit snatchers, and then they walk up and open the door. (laughs) Yep, yep. That's perfect. (laughs) And the ghost has that, like, backwards hand-to-the-mouth look on his face, like he's being surprised. (laughs) And at the slightest touch of your hand, the door opens almost on its own. Um, it's a nice door. It is a nice door. Well oiled. Very well oiled. And there's <laughs> intricate carving on Very the intricate carving. Extremely. <laughs> that's a yes and, motherfuckers. Can I roll uh, an academics to see if I can determine where these carvings are from? Absolutely. 
Ooh, I got a five. That is a good. I get one franchise uh, die, and it says describe the result. Oh, so just it happens. Yeah. So as somebody, somebody who who didn't know would just assume this is a really weird looking door with a lot of intricate carving that almost looks like crossed branches and things like that. But someone with a practice eye—that's how. This, by the way, that's how both of you describe the door, and I grab you by the shoulders <laughs> and say, "No, no spirit snatchers." This requires a more practiced eye. (laughs) (laughs) He looks over with his practiced eye and sees that those crisscrossing branch patterns are actually Aramaic, a language that you don't speak, but you recognize instantly. Um, Confessional time. Uh, When I first went to med school, I couldn't afford books, uh, so I had to buy all of my books secondhand from an Aramaic family. Uh, <laughs> which, so considering what, that's a dead language, yeah. <laughs> so really difficult. So while oh, they were family with ghosts, so while I don't speak Aramaic or understand it, um, I do know my way around what Aramaic looks like. Mm-hmm. Back, you've had Aramaic food. Mm-hmm. Oh Aramaic yeah, cuisine. They were very. They were like culturally Aramaic. <laughs> uh-huh. So they yeah prepared Aramaic food, but we didn't go to like Aramaic church. Right. Um, Why would you go to church with them? You just bought books from them. Oh, I live with them, too, because I couldn't afford books or room and board. Right. Um, it was before me and Dylan met and shared that apartment together. Yeah. Actually, right before we went to that apartment, I lived with that Aramaic family, uh, which was a husband and wife and their two children. And they died in the house that we stayed in, which was the house that we are currently going into now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you lived in this house? Yes. With so the- you lived in an apartment earlier? Yes, with Dylan. After I moved out of this house when that Aramaic family was murdered here, which is the four people that died previously in this house. And Mark Summershandy lived in the house underneath this house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, while he was inhabiting Dr. Dr. Bent Mickelson teaching me uh, how to be a doctor. Great. So that that just wraps all of those loose ends. Yeah. <laughs> this is Aramaic, I say. Earlier, people How do you know from- that, I ask? <laughs> uh, what, what do I notice about the Aramaic uh, uh, nature of this? Uh, so, it, like again, because it's an intricate carving that it looks like some sort of pattern that would be made with branches or something like that. Um, we all have years of improv experience. <laughs> <laughs> we should be like way better at world building. There's <laughs> probably twenty years of experience at this table. Oh boy. Uh, hey, I'm just watching it flow, guys. <laughs> Sorry, branches. Yeah, Car- carving is beautiful, um, but. Because you don't actually speak the language or understand the language, dead you language. can't do anything more than simply identify it for what it is. Anyway, it's Aramaic. <laughs> takes more practice I to see that it's Aramaic. The dead language, though, so I can't really identify any more, cool. much more of it. Cool. Well, that was very helpful. And in we go. Spirit snatchers. Let's get snatching. There's no cameras. There's Where's no cameras. The camera? Where's the camera? Inside the house. Oh, you went inside. Okay, cool. inside. You go inside and you don't hear anyone in the first room. Oh, but what do we see? Uh, so this is immediately set up like an entrance hall. Uh, there's a closet on one side and entrance off to the kitchen on the other. And then uh, it's the third way it leads to the living room where the stairs go up as well. All right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna open up the closet and I'm gonna drop a trap whip 
in there. Uh, so the whip is, uh, which is just a um, live snake, actually. Uh, so, uh, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna toss. Toss a, but uh, the venom of this particular snake is poisonous to ghosts. It paralyzes. Oh, them. that would be good. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. This was just in case like somebody tried to sneak up on us later. Uh, but no, I'll, I'll put one of the ghost trap snakes in there. Uh, so it is. I'll, yeah, go ahead. So yeah, so it is. It's a snake uh, that uh, the the venom. If uh, if if a ghost comes near it, uh, it'll it'll bite the the ghost, and the ghost will uh, become paralyzed. Also, this um, this doesn't apply to this uh, whip because this whip is actually a snake, a live <laughs> snake. Um, but whenever we use a whip, we roll a die, and if it is a one, the whip that we are trying to use is a live <laughs> snake. <laughs> it's a live snake that we accidentally brought with us because it was being it was sleeping when we grabbed it as a whip. So Very that does, fair. Not, does not apply to that. Does not apply to that whip. No, not until it goes off. Yeah. Then and then, then it might, turn it might be, a be a whip. It may just be. Hold on. You roll roll a die. Oh, if it's okay, a one, it's just a whip. It's, no, oh, thank God. It is a live snake. snake. <laughs> Great. <laughs> how much? How much material do we have now? <laughs> Don't keep asking. <laughs> it's still twenty minutes. <laughs> Go ahead and say probably shouldn't keep asking. <laughs> You are in this this entry area. You've trapped one of the rooms. You don't hear any of the group of like at least a dozen people that walked in here yeah. just just a minute ago. All right, uh, I I'm gonna kind of make my way towards the kitchen. Uh, yeah, let's all split up. Yeah, do you? Yeah, let's all split up. So I call the kitchen. I'm gonna do the upstairs bed master bedroom. <laughs> I'll Great. do the other bedroom across from the master bedroom. No, that's, the where, the, that's where the Children's kids are, room. and I have the keys to their room. We can't go in there yet. Yeah. That's where all the ghosts are. What other rooms are in this house? I mean, there's a living room. There's oh, a... I'll go in the living room. <clears throat> all right. So let's start in the kitchen. Great. So uh, so I, I... Well, hold on. Before we split up, um, I take out the uh, tracking whip. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Good. Great. Um, I... <laughs> snap the tracking whip into its three pieces that we all carry. Yeah. Um, I give you the head of the tracking whip. Thank you. I give you the butt of the tracking whip, and I take the middle of the tracking whip. Then we all take out our whip maps, which are ma- whips. Everybody roll your die. We all take out our whip maps. Two, two, two. six. Good. Uh, you, you, crack your, you crack your whip map, <laughs> and it, a map screen displays on that, which shows the locations of the three pieces of the tracking whip, so we know where we are at all times. Okay, right. great. great. Okay. Uh, Protocol. So I'm going uh, to go stomping into the kitchen. Uh, I'm making my presence thump, known. Thump, thump, yes, thump. yes. Uh, I, I, I don't want I don't want anyone to be surprised by my uh, by my presence. So I'm making my my, my presence known, and I'm also uh, opening up all of the drawers, just looking for any clues. I'm going through the cupboards, uh, looking for anything out of the ordinary. So you, yeah, you tear in there. Are you like looking through the drawers, or are you just opening them up? Uh, I'm opening them up, and I'm looking to see. I'm just getting. I'm not like going through everything in the drawers but i'm just going like whoop, silverware and then closing it and then you know or like opening up being like oh various knives and and closing it 
so you look you give this place a good look over mm-hmm. nothing strikes you as immediately out of the ordinary okay. um, after you finished like rummaging through everything that you can find you take a moment to like step back and like appreciate the room and go hmm it's odd that that uh, cockhammer had that such a strong reaction to this place but you're you're not feeling or seeing anything mm-hmm. and as you turn around you see the kitchen knives are embedded in the door behind you uh, make a one die stress roll. Four. four. Uh, so I'm annoyed. I'm going to suffer a one die penalty to my next skill roll, no matter when, where or when I perform it. Um, so, uh, so I'm annoyed. I'm, I'm I'm a little put out that the knives aren't where I left them. Uh, the now they are embedded in the door. Yeah, and uh, there were no cameras around to get that. So they're yeah, probably going to exactly. blame you. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, uh, so then I, uh, I, I pull one of the, I start pulling the knives out of the door and, uh, and when I pull the last one out, I look at it and then I look to where I hope a camera is and I say, this'll do nicely. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> can that, can that, can that, uh, give him a cool, uh, a cool, I'm not sure what a cool is. Oh, you got a point of cool? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Anytime... <laughs> Anytime you guys make a pun, and I'm going to put the caveat on it, that has to be good enough. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good... Yeah. I think the table could agree that that's a good it's enough a pun. Yeah. That's yeah. a good enough pun. Yeah. All right. You get a point of cool. Cool is a resource that you can use cool to spend on any role in the future. Okay, um, cool. It's like once you use it up, it's gone, but like it's very useful Great. thing to have. Uh, okay, so, uh, and then I, uh, I, I, I've, have I checked the refrigerator yet? Let's say I haven't. I open up the refrigerator, and I look at, uh, what's in there. Uh, so, as you, like, as you first open up the refrigerator, uh, what you think you see is an esophageal abyss into, like, a fleshy nether hell. Oh. <laughs> you instantly close it. Uh-huh. Open it up again and realize, oh, there was just some ham in there. Oh, okay. That must be that must be what it was. Gotcha. Okay, and then <laughs> uh, and then I pull a little block of cheese off of the uh, off of the door and I and I say, hmm, that's no gouda. Nope, <laughs> not <laughs> right. good enough. No, so that's another no. <laughs> point. No, nope. another one for me. No, nope. uh, James. No. <laughs> nope. No, okay. It's, it's, it's uh, uh, and then I so then I spend a few minutes just opening and closing the door real quick to try and uh, see if I can yeah, recreate like, it. You're doing it, doing it, doing it. Nothing's happening. Oh, hang on. When I saw the ham, I said, "No pig deal." <laughs> Sorry. No. It's okay. Be good enough. <laughs> it's got to be good enough. <laughs> but if anyone can make no pig deal or this is good enough into puns later, you may be able to get some cool points for this. Yeah, okay. D- don't it. blow them all. Okay. Right away. Okay. I'm just. This um, is just a new mechanic of the game. I'm very excited about. So you like you start getting tired and like you open it a little bit and this time you think you see the esophageal nether hell and like you open it wider and it's just a ham again. <clears throat> ham it. All right, and then I. Uh, <laughs> what no, are we doing here? No, what are we doing? <laughs> no. Maybe it's got to be like a one-liner. Okay. I feel like instead of just a pun, Listen, I feel like pun might be. Misleading I feel like when you. you when you said that you would get cool points for puns, you ruined the recording. <laughs> It's been ruined. Now we're living in the world. <laughs> so let's cut over to Alex real quick. Alex, oh, sure. You're in the living room, uh-huh. which is a nicely appointed living room. Uh, there's a fireplace 
Um, there is a very expensive looking couch and carpet, uh, pictures of the family all over the walls, um, and a little nativity scene laid out because you guys established that this is near Christmas. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve? Are those, are there those little Eve. like porcelain houses, like those cute little houses that you put around the Christmas tree? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? No one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah, bet, yeah. I bet people know what I'm talking about. Little houses. Little houses. They're houses. like little, and they have yeah. lights behind them, and it looks, you can create like a town, like a cutesy town, yeah. main like, street. Like Thomas Kincaid, kind of. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. The painter of light and sound? Mm-hmm. Of light. The light and shadow? Uh, the, just light. the painter of light? Yeah. So Got are it. there those? Yeah, absolutely. Good, <laughs> <laughs> I feel at home. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go up and I'm going to inspect. I, we haven't seen what these kids look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go up and kind of inspect the the, the paint, paintings, photos? Photos. Photos uh, on the wall uh, and, and kind of take a closer look at them. Yeah, yeah. You, you do. Uh, you, looking at the first one, the light from the fireplace just catches it wrong. And it looks like... The fireplace is on? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's lit. It's lit. Um and you notice that it's lit, actually, in this moment. Uh, the, the light from the fireplace catches the eyes of it, and it sort of makes it look like there's some burning in the eyes of this, this cute 10-year-old girl. Um, but as soon as like you change your angle a little bit, you know, she's just a normal 10-year-old without fiery eyes. Okay. And then there's a 3-year-old boy um, who's, like, standing there next to her, smiling, 10-year-old has, like, a couple teeth missing um, because, you know, she's losing them as a kid. And the three-year-old is just looking on with the biggest, brightest smile that you can imagine on a child. And no fire in his eyes. No fire in his eyes. That I can see. That, that, like, yeah, that that was, like, there for an instant and then gone. Okay, I'm going to go over by the Christmas tree. I'm going to get down on my hands and knees. I'm going to take a closer look at this little town. That Thomas Kincaid made. The painter of light and sky. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming on my knees. I'm taking a look at this little town. All right. Um, so I kind of like, mo- I, uh, I'm on my knees and I, I look inside one of the houses, uh, like the facade of the house. Perfect. You look inside that house and you see... A tiny scene of a living room with pictures all over the walls and a lit fireplace and a man in a yellow uniform bending down in front of a tree looking at a tiny house display. Hmm. And then I, I kind of like wave my arms. <laughs> the I little my man arms. inside waves his arms. Well, that's fine. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Uh, I, I get up uh, and I sit down on the couch and I flip the TV on. Great. So you turn on that TV and it's a local news station. Okay. Today at the mall, there was a fire bombing that killed over 400 people. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. <laughs> Let's go go to that report with Sharon. Hi, Sharon here in front of the mall. This bombing killed every member of the extended family of one Mark Summers, a.k.a. Summer Shandy, a.k.a. the Black Death, who is a spirit snatcher who is now caught in his own personal hell. 
uh, let's get more on sports. It cuts over to the sports station, and it's a just, separate station. <laughs> the, cha- the channel like switches and turns to, to static. Hey, welcome to ESPN Sports Zone. Uh, we're gonna take a quick look at every athletic failure that Mark Summers, aka Summer Shandy, aka the Black Death, has ever experienced in his life. Uh, here's Pee Wee Soccer, where he tripped and his pants fell down on the field. Let's take a look at the laughing faces of all the children around him that haunted hey, to this day. My, blur my dick. <laughs> blur my dick. It's all there. <laughs> they ran out of blur. Apologies to the audience at home. We're out of blur right now. I knew it. <laughs> Let's cut over to. Do I have to roll for. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to put this at a two. So this is a two stress. So I, that means I roll with two. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to roll high. The, we go with the lowest die. Hey, that's a four. Uh, four. So I'm annoyed. <laughs> annoyed? You're going to take a penalty on your next thing? Like, you, this ghost have pulled this shit with you before. Uh, yeah, so I just sort of flipped the TV off. Mm-hmm. And we either <laughs> cut somewhere. The tube TV, I guess. Um, and we cut over to Felix Flex Cockhammer. Um, Flex walks the same path that he has now walked Three, three times, times. <laughs> um, past the, the finger paintings that give him the shivers. Um, he feels that weird sensation again in his leg, but this time he's mostly used to it. Um, it's not the normal sensation of your leg <laughs> falling asleep. That's a very explainable sensation that would be very palatable. Again. Uh, this is like a weird, twisted nightmare thing that like, seems to be very specific to one person and not like a relatable thing. When your leg's asleep and you can't quite feel it. <laughs> You're not really in control of the joint so much, and you just feel those bones balancing on each other instead of... All right, shut up. (laughs) Uh, Flex, uh, the door is, like, now shut to the bedroom, so he does, again, he pushes it open one more time and walks into the master bedroom. Uh, What does he see? Inside the master bedroom, again, it's that same bed that you... uh, Have seen now for the 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 third third time. time, Yeah, (laughs) that you rescued uh, that woman from earlier... You can see there are pictures of the kids, like on the nightstand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the room is in a little bit of gentle disarray. Uh, these people live busy lives. Mm-hmm. They've got, uh, you know, keys and coins sitting out on the counter. There's jewelry on one of the dressers. There's a master bathroom connected. There's a king-sized bed with slightly disturbed sheets from where you fell earlier. And there's a cross on the wall. Religious family. Okay. Um, Felix makes a mental note that it would be inappropriate to steal any of the jewelry. <laughs> makes um, a mental note for that. That's good. Uh, he, we do a cutaway to uh, him in a confessional. Um, growing up poor, it was really hard and it continues to be really hard for me to not steal jewelry or cash when I see it left out in a, a house that we're working a job. I have to remind myself that I'm not poor anymore and that I own uh, a successful business, uh, two Arby's, um, <laughs> a building in Chicago, uh, you know, Fidel Castro's palace in Cuba in New York City, and that I don't need that money anymore. Um, but it still tempts me. You could say I'm haunted by my past. In fact, I would say that I'm Point? Haunted by my past. <laughs> uh, he cuts back into the room, mm-hmm. um, and uh, P. 
picks up some of the jewelry and like inspects it and and puts it back down. Then he zips open his fanny pack that's like off to his right side and uh, fishes inside his fanny pack um, for a detecto bladder. Uh, is there a ceiling fan? There is a ceiling. Fan. Great. Uh, he <laughs> he. No, um, there's not a ceiling fan. He uh, at, like pulls the cord on the ceiling fan to to spool it mm-hmm. up. And does it spool up as yeah, normal? Yeah, it starts going. Yeah, it spools he, up the way fans. <laughs> that's that's what that's and called. They, they start spooling up before they start spinning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a spool spin. Uh, he after it spools, uh, he presses it a second time and a third time to make it go to the highest, highest setting. Yeah. Then takes the detecto bladder, um, passes it back and forth between his two hands. Spools it up, spooling it up effectively, and then uh, takes the detective bladder and throws it up into the fan mm-hmm. so that it uh, sh- like smashes and disperses throughout the room. Yeah, there's like a, the room is suddenly filled with a huge cloud of the green smoke from the detective bladder as it sort of permeates the room. And as we know, detective bladders sort of gravitate towards any supernatural. Uh, yeah, the smoke will like uh, like form around the supernatural entity and give me like a clear picture of what the sup- supernatural entity in the room is. So what you see, the, the green smoke sort of disperses through the room and like you brush it out of your face. When it clears away, uh, you are standing in a room covered in what look like numbers uh, interspliced with Aramaic characters and upside down crosses just covered around the entire room. It looks like this organic toothy maw because they're interlocked in crazy and uh, geometrically disturbing ways. There's like a small area around that cross that looks like they're trying to crunch down on it and are being repelled in a way. But uh, everywhere that you're standing is a hotbed of supernatural activity. I know for a fact that there's only one man who could help me decipher what these Aramaic characters are, mm-hmm. and that is my old professor, <laughs> <laughs> Professor Bent Mickelson. <laughs> so I, um, since it's been one year, I undo, like, the, the this is also tied to my waist, is this, like, burlap bag, <laughs> and I, like, undo it a little bit, reach my hand deep within the burlap bag, so wait, it's one year. It's been. It's like 1997 now. Yeah, right? 97. <laughs> I, I pull or 98. I, I, we, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I pull out from this burlap bag of cell phones a Motorola Crazer cell phone. <laughs> I flip it open and I dial Professor Bent Mickelson's phone number. Uh, your burner phone breakdown. Yeah. Hold on, I need to roll. I need to roll my. I'm going to roll well, a contact. Just roll to make sure that yeah. that's not a snake that you pulled out of the bag. Well, no, that's only whips. Oh, okay. we've we made that roll. I'm rolling my contact now, and it is a five, so it is a uh, 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 franchise die and a good uh, result. <clears throat> you see, you see the number <laughs> pop up on the uh, caller ID that it is. Uh, it just says uh, flex. This. Is Dr. Bent Mickelson, my old Mark professor? Summer Shandy, the Black Death, the <laughs> Summer Shandy, I and s- Professor Bent Mickelson. I say Professor Bent Mickelson as you say all of that. <laughs> professor, it's me. Your favorite student, Flex Cockhammer. 
Look, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a situation right now, and I need your expertise with Aramaic. Now, I know that you are the only professor in the Virgi- uh, University of Virginia Medical School in no. Charlottesville, North Carolina. <laughs> Can you please tell me what the pictures that I'm sending you in picture message mean? Okay, yes. Now, I can't send you picture message while we're on the phone because that's not what my data plan is. <laughs> so we're going to end this I'll call. Just ca- I'll call you back after I after look you see at, him. After okay. I see him. Okay, bye. bye. I close the phone, take bye. some pictures, send them off. It's like sending – it says sending like uh, uh, one of eight, and then it says sending two of eight, sending three of eight, sending four of eight, but the bar hasn't progressed. So it's like, is it sending? I'm like, come on. <laughs> and it's like, is one of them sent or like what's happening? <laughs> Meanwhile, he's received all I've of them. I've got all yeah. of them. Do, do I know what they are? Yeah. you. Uh, one of the reasons that you were picked for that post in the Gulf War is you are an expert in Aramaic. Okay. You – don't have the practiced eye to catch them on the door, but <laughs> you certainly know Aramaic when you see it. Okay, I, I don't want to fuck up. Like if you have, if you know what they mean, no, 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 no. If you want to come up with something, I can come up with something. Go okay. ahead. Okay, you just Make expressed my fucking day. <laughs> like two hours into this recording, you just expressed the desire to not want hey. to fuck up. <laughs> Which is insane to me. Absolutely insane. Did you have something planned? I don't want to step on your toes or anything, but... I don't want to ruin this game experience. I I do have a daughter, and Dylan Crackbacker is married to my daughter. Okay, well, you guys fucking did it. Also, also now there's this whole new whip component. (laughs) We live live in New York City, Cuba. I, I hit the redial button. Uh, I look at my uh, caller ID. I don't have this number saved in my uh, phone. Oh. So I'm like, what? Who is calling me? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. I must have the wrong number. This is this is bent. No! <laughs> Professor Mickelson. No, this is... Sorry, I didn't recognize this number. And I use an old woman's. Um, I, I pretend to be my grandma when I answer the phone in case it's a creditor. And then I say that my grandson isn't home right now, but I'm very old and sick, and could they not call back? Because I'm so old and sick and my heart's so bad. But I didn't recognize it was you. I'll, I promise as soon as this conversation's done, I'm going to save your number in my phone. What do you have on that Aramaic for me? I, I see a word here. Uh, it's an ancient Aramaic word for Satan spawn, and the, the, the word is ombudsman. Um. <laughs> Boods man. Um, Boods man. Uh, I I uh, hit flashback into a conf or not flashback flash into a confessional. Um, Boods man. Boods man. Flash into a confessional with me. Um, Boods man. Flash into a confessional with me. I'm Boots Man. <laughs> Flash into a confessional with the uh, uh, prop master, whose name is Oscar Meyer Budsman. <laughs> uh, and he's like, I'm just really excited to be the prop master on such an ambitious project. Flash into his confessional. I'm Boots Man. Flash into my confessional. I'm Buds Man. <laughs> Flashed into my confessional. Yeah, so I guess that's when I first realized that I was just peeing on myself. 
Um, and that was 14. <laughs> Flashback to this ombudsman. Interesting, Professor. What else? Uh, well, uh, I, it talks about uh, reality and, and reality and entertainment mixing in an unnatural way. Uh, it's 1998. That's almost unheard of. Yeah. It, uh, it says that 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 uh, shows writers, television writers on fire, gone, un, uh, not not used anymore, and, and it, it looks like, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that that's all, and it all points to this um boots man. man. Hmm. He's a he or she is the center of everything. The um boots man symbol appears to be organized into a mouth that's trying to eat the crucifix. That's right. Well, thanks so much, for, uh, Professor. Remember your osteopathy. <laughs> I always will. That's bones? <laughs> that's bones on top of other bones. <laughs> scraping together. <laughs> oh, like, like your leg being asleep. <laughs> That's right. Bye now. <laughs> uh, um, okay. So the Om Bootsman is trying to eat religion, is trying to eat the crucifix. Well, I don't know what that means yet, but it's definitely a clue. Time to get back to my boys. <laughs> um, I uh, take out my tracker whip, or my map whip, uh, we already rolled it. It's the same map whip. Mm-hmm. Same. I want one of these to be a snake. <laughs> Introduce some new whips. I uh, whip it, see that they're where they are on the map, and then head back down to meet them back at the entry point. I am in the kitchen right now. Yes, you're in the but, kitchen. But uh, I need to get out through the door. But previously, there was knives embedded in the door. Yeah. So I want to use uh, I want to use a whip to get through the door. What kind of whip? What are kind you of whip? Using? I'm just using a regular whip. I'm going to try and whip this door to shreds. Right. <laughs> and I That's do it. A whip. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so from snap the, your from leather the living whip. Room, from the living room, you just hear this. <laughs> well, you should actually also rumbling. You should also make a roll for this, uh, uh, a skill roll, uh, probably a technology because or this physical, is, yeah. Oh yeah, it could either be a, okay. Yeah, well, I guess it's probably athletics. Uh, yeah, I guess because I'm just using because uh, I'm just using a regular whip. Or this this is a whip that I have used all of the uses on, so it's uh, it's got two more uses until it becomes a snake. Exactly. <laughs> so Even two, for regular whips, <laughs> two uses. <laughs> all right. So two, the GM decides your fate, or you may suggest something suitably negative. Uh, do you have anything? Uh, I can come up with something, right. but if you have something, I would love <laughs> to hear it. Dude. Let's say that uh, that I, I I go back to whip it, and it wraps around the refrigerator handle. And so then, when I come forward, I just dislocate my shoulder. I, I actually, I think I want to layer on top of that. I like the idea of like you whipping back and catching something. So you catch one of the knives that you pulled out of the door, and you okay. whip it back into the door. Okay. Uh, and so now my whip is stuck, uh, wrapped around a knife and stuck in the door. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, I'm like pulling on the, uh, uh, I'm pulling on the whip, trying to get it, uh, dislodged from the door. And, uh, and I, and I do, but, uh, I have to, 
<laughs> I get up right next to the door and, and, like a cartoon character, put my feet on the wall next to it. Yeah. And are just, like, yanking on it. Uh, and then it does come free. Yeah, it dislodges the knife. Right, dislodges the knife. And, uh, and I tumble into a heap. Uh, as you do that, um, both uh, Mark and I open the door from the way that it should be opened and see you, <laughs> see you on a heap on the floor. Dylan, what's going on in here? Are your bones okay? Do they feel like they've been stacked on top of each other? No, I, I'm not, my, my legs aren't asleep at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm wide awake right now. It wouldn't make sense for that because no one's ever felt that way. Yeah. I found a clue upstairs. What is it? I used a detecto bladder to try to figure out a source of the uh, spirit. Apparently, it all has to do with this ombudsman. This seems to be the center of whatever's happening here in this house. The Hmm. ombudsman, a representative from the network that maintains (laughs) and allows for any ethical or misappropriations of the department? I think there's a parliamentary function (laughs) there as well. Yeah. Wait. Um, boots man. Um, boots man. Cut to cut to my confessional. Um, boots man. Cut away. Wait. So you're telling me that the um boots man of the crew, the one that we tried to casually dismiss, the man who was appointed by the King of England <laughs> since it is 1998, to come here as his provincial representative. <laughs> May have something to do with all of the corruption in this house? Hmm. I think it's time to wake up those fucking kids. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry, we'll be back to the conclusion of our Ghost Tracker sequel next week. In the meantime, be sure to catch up with One Shot on Twitch Thursday night at 8pm Central Standard Time. We're going to be playing the Rick and Morty Total Recall card game. And while you're waiting for that, be sure to check out our archived episodes on Twitch and YouTube. Last week, we played the brand new Z-Man Games Pandemic Reign of Cthulhu. See how we fared against the game's now infamous Cthulhu-level difficulty. To see all the one-shot Twitch content, be sure to head over to twitch.tv slash one-shot-rpg. Or follow the link in the show notes to our YouTube archive. OneShot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new show, check out Talking Games. Each week, Chicago comedians Tim Dunn, Clayton Margison, and Kellen Terrett team up with a special guest to discuss their thoughts and feelings on the world of video games. And on one of the most recent episodes, you can check out Cat Cool, talking about Overwatch and Gen Con. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com.
If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. One Shot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Adventure.